In a world, in the year, in a time, in a city, in a war that isn't his. Every day in New York City, on the Miami Police Force, in the Deep South, in Portland, Oregon. Hello and welcome to episode three, finally episode three of Portland at the Movies. I am one of your hosts, Todd Workoven, and with me are my co-hosts, Brian, the Unipiper Kid. How are you, Brian? Hey, Todd. Doing well? Good. And uh, Mark Middleton is with me as always. How are you, Mark? I'm great. Good. Good. Yes, we are finally here to discuss um, one of the movies I was... Uh oh, I'm hearing my I'm hearing myself in my head. Uh, one of the movies I always was fascinated on the shelf uh, growing up in the horror movie section, which is Doctor Giggles, uh, starring Larry Drake, and inexplicably filmed here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so, Mark, you get the honor today of kind of walking us through. Um, now, did you guys have any preconceived notions coming into this? <laughs> I thought he was a dentist for some reason. A lot of people get this movie confused with another movie called The Dentist. Oh, really? Which I think came out just a couple of years after. Is the, okay. is the poster this similar? So that, I mean, the poster is what similar. we have back up. And maybe I just thought just because it was someone close to my face wearing a mask like that, that it was a dentist because that's the only time you see dentists is that close to your face. And right. so maybe it just triggered some sort of association I wasn't aware of. <laughs> I think it's how. a small form of the Mandela effect because I've actually read and heard other people say that they thought that this was about a dentist oh that's so funny yeah. yeah it could be so i didn't it would this was kind of next to uh chud cannibal cannibal humanoid underground underground yes. dollars and, and and the chud knockoff ghoulies yeah, ghoulies with the uh, coming out of the toilet coming out of the toilet yeah, yeah. so i had never seen this and i had always wanted to and and finally through this podcast got the opportunity to and i and i Wish I could say it was really worth the wait, but Until so uh, Mark, you're gonna walk us through this uh, uh, this movie here, um, and and we'll see what we can we can make out of this thing. Yeah, so the the movie starts uh, actually. Wait, 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 before Mark gets started. Oh, we have oh, a we oh, have right. a reveal. Yeah, uh, I think Todd's the only one that doesn't know what's in this bag, so I'm gonna let him open it. Do I take it off and open it, or do oh, I? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was some special. It's anesthesia. <gasps> Oh my goodness! It is. Um, it is the comic. One of the part one of two of a two-part comic that Marvel or that Dark Horse, excuse me, did of Doctor Giggles. Where did you? Uh, where did you track this down? Uh, I got that on eBay. I, issues one and two. The complete. Uh, comic oh, there are two in here. Comicization <laughs> is in there. I was and, looking at some pictures of this online today, and I read it, so you don't have to. <laughs> Is it the Dr. Giggles of comic books? <laughs> uh, Not worth the, the buildup? And... In certain ways, it was more interesting than the movie, and in other ways, it was not so much. It, um, is it the same story? It is the exact same story, okay. but there are several key differences. Um, interesting, because I know this, yeah, I know this was based off the movie. It's not like Dr. Giggles had existed, and it was uh, right. all, it, all a big tie-in. So that, yeah, that is, and that's the only reason i can think of why it was filmed in portland because it was associated dark with dark horse connection comics. yes because and this was the very first dark horse movie um, oh really and they since after that went on to that they've actually done a lot of movies a lot more than you're probably aware of um like, they've had some pretty successful hits like which one like, uh, they you think of me followed up uh dr giggles with the mask with jim carrey Oh, okay. Um, and then they've done uh, Sin City, 300. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, and, and a bunch of other sort of weird things like Interesting. barbed wire and tank girl. <laughs> 
tank girl. <laughs> Poor Lori Petty never really recovered after that. She was in a league of their own. She was the she was uh, Gina Davis's little sister in that movie, um, and then she was in Tank Girl, and then she kind of was never seen again. So my theory is that Dark Horse, you know, they they just wanted to test out what it was like to make a movie, and uh, Doctor Giggles was there. Interesting. Well, it's like how Marvel pig. Marvel's first movie was Howard the Duck, right? Yeah. So it's kind of an auspicious start for for both of them. All right, so tell us what Doctor the complicated plot of Doctor Giggles. <laughs> Doctor Giggles. It actually opens with some CGI from 1992 was actually pretty decent. Yeah. The opening and credit scene, you mean? The opening credits of, of the movie uh, are, it, it's very, um, Inter- what's the Rock, Raquel Welch movie? Attack uh, of the 50-Foot Woman. <laughs> not that one, the other one. <laughs> it's the only one I know. <laughs> no. uh, Journey to Inner Space. Oh, to the center of the earth. I was thinking. No, no, no. <laughs> to Journey to the center of the earth? Oh. And inner space, where, where inner they space. shrink her, her and her team down uh, and inject her into ah, the bloodstream right, right. to repair uh, stuff. I was thinking Body Wars from Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's totally what it was. Yeah. Or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So you are traveling along with some red blood cells uh, heading towards the heart. So also keep in mind, this came. This movie came out in 1992. 1993 is when Jurassic Park came out. Hmm. So how, I mean, and I know liquids were an issue back then sure. as far as computer animation. So maybe that gives it sure. some credit, but... This I guess is you're going down a tube with some discs in it. So I but, anyway. but you've got some valves going and everything but but ultimately you get to the heart and uh then we see a knife cut into the heart and what what the the opening is all about uh Dr. Giggles is a patient at a psychiatric ward who has broken free and he's also released all of the other uh you know, patients, and they are watching from above as he performs open heart surgery. Because you know what they have in psychiatric hospitals? Amphitheaters yeah. to watch open heart surgery that are just there. It's right. a multi-use building. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> there were budget cuts. <laughs> I do have. Um, uh, I can play a clip of. Uh, there's a little walk and talk scene that um, provides quote unquote exposition for uh, what's happening in that movie. So uh, you'll hear. You'll hear Doctor Giggles uh, sawing up somebody on the on the operating table, and then two doctors talking about him. So, let's open this baby up and see what it'll do. (laughs) 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 Make it stop. It's patient one ninety three. Oh shit! That's Doctor Giggles. Oh, it's his nickname. Nobody knows his real ID. Highly delusional, acute schizophrenic with an IQ somewhere in the stratosphere. We're talking prodigy. He thinks he's a Okay, something I just noticed from that that I didn't pick up the first two times I had to watch this movie to keep it fresh in my head is that nobody knows his true identity. Nobody Doesn't not knows. everyone know his true identity? <laughs> not in the mental institution. Right. Oh, so this was. Oh, I guess he drove away from it. Somewhere. They picked him up as an orphan at age seven, and they didn't know. They didn't anything. know that he got out. They they believed that he might still be in his house. Okay, and that's why they were knocking on the walls, uh, including the outside wall, looking for a secret entrance. Maybe there's a whole layer a to this movie I just didn't understand. <laughs> nope. This movie is. It, all of the backstory is in the movie, but the way in which they it's, try uh, and describe it, 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 they do it in different ways, and it is—it's it's almost like confounding afterthought. It, it absolutely, the major overriding arc plot it comes to you in little tiny shards, yeah. and you got to be 
paying little attention. Little wisps of, <laughs> right. of the story. And yeah, I've I've now I wa- I've watched it thoroughly twice, and I've watched uh, two other reviews and read through the Wikipedia <laughs> plot, and now I think I understand. The overarching plot. But I it, did one of the biggest things, and I wrote it down like six or seven times. What did his? What is his plan? Like I couldn't, I couldn't piece no, that together. I think again, I think it's all in the movie, but you would not know. I do have, and I don't. I, I, I guess I'll play them here. I do have. So the the beginning of that clip started with his giggle, and yes. that giggle. Obviously, his name is Doctor Giggle. Giggles is just pervasive throughout the entire movie and here's here's one example this is after he gets uh after he gets shot by the nemesis uh towards the end spoiler but you'll hear this laughter and it's just i tried to this is the only clean one because the last one the other ones had music or or sound effects behind it but here here we go on this Is that the one when he's trying to do self surgery? That's right before he uh, he does self surgery. So I saw a little clip. That's uh that's Larry Drake, who was the guy on L.A. Law, which I never right. watched. He now I just watched a couple of clips though because I think his character in L.A. Law was a mentally handicapped person. I, I, saw, I saw the clip. I saw the clip that you're talking about. I'm sure <laughs> he was interviewed. And then at that same interview, the the science fiction fantasy guys want or the, the horror fans wanted him to do the giggle. Yes, and he I wouldn't. know what you're talking about. <laughs> he no, refused. It was I like you're going to see it for an hour. And a half you'll have to deal with it <laughs> but yeah <laughs> no, so that's that's that. his giggle which is just yeah an hour and a half of that so i i also heard that they wanted that they made this movie thinking and hoping it would become a, a slasher franchise okay and you know it, when with jason and freddie those villains are neat and you want to see more of them why <laughs> give your main character a trait that you want to get as far away from and you're like i want less of that <laughs> that is repulsive yeah <laughs> So, <laughs> well, and I mean, this was in between. So this came in 1992, which was after kind of the horror boom of Jason and Freddy in the 80s, but before Scream came back yeah. and kind of revived it. it and this a, is clearly just like a poor template of a Freddy Krueger character that has yeah. one shtick. And instead of, I mean, his all his dialogue in the entire movie, we'll play this at the end, is just Dr. Puns. It's There's yeah, nothing almost. else. Oh, is there I, one? I, I th- Thought I, I had the thought that the second time I watched this, maybe I should see if his entire dialogue was puns, and it's about ninety percent. Okay, he has a few sentences here or there that are not puns. Right, that string two puns together, <laughs> <Yeah>. perhaps. <laughs> the conjunction for the pun machine. I, yeah, let's talk about the tone of the movie while we're at it. Okay, I, you know, I just uh, couldn't <coughs> tell if it was supposed to be satire or like a straight up slasher. Flick, it was it was too early for there to be satire in this genre. I think Scream was what brought brought that level of satire to this genre. This was just trying to be the quippy part of Freddy Krueger, which at this point Freddy was reduced to that anyway in those in those last sequels. He was just all puns and punchlines as well. And so I think it was just a bad template of that. I don't think there's any I mean the 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 director had said that he wanted to make a person you know, laugh in one moment and scream in the next. So he clearly wanted the the lines and the puns to be funny, but I think everything else is is very straightforward. Yeah, I I read one of the uh, director's inspirations were the classic EC comics, so things like Tales from the Crypt and like and this director. Creepy. 
had uh, some of his past credits were some Tales of the Crips. Uh, Crips. Right. So <laughs> Tales, at- that was the dueling documentary to Tales of the Blood, and it was just a, a, a big documentary about gangs. After I read that, it kind of made sense, and I could kind of see the movie in a little bit clearer tone, knowing that that's kind of where they were and then after this, his, his the director Manny Cotto is his name. Right. And he went on to do. You had listed um, twenty four. He did twenty four, which is interesting. I never watched it, but wasn't that a fairly uh, a fairly violent show known for its like the interrogation scenes that were? So it, it it interested me that that he still kind of had that that little violence into him. But he also did something called um, the Half Hour News Hour. Which was a show in 2007 on the Fox News Network that was the Fox News answer to The Daily Show. Interesting. And it is the worst thing you have ever seen. Remember when I was playing that clip beforehand when you guys were setting up the mic and it was like this terrible Hillary Clinton joke? That was from that show, which was nothing but canned laughter and just obvious jokes. So you can look that up on YouTube, Half Hour News Hour. And so he was the executive producer of that too. So, and I know um, 24 is known for being a fairly um, conservatively bent show. And so those two things kind of like dovetailed together interestingly in my head too for this this director. Wow, he's had but, an interesting career. And yeah. All of his other stuff is like sci-fi and horror. And Dexter, didn't you say? Dexter. And yeah, he so that makes do, sense as far as horror. I think he was the final showrunner for uh, Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> Weird. All right, uh, where were we, uh, Mark? Uh, so, um, so he's uh, performing open heart surgery on someone, and uh, you know, apparently a guard or administrator or somebody, and um, he he does that uh, while those uh, other people are are the making me- their way through the hallway. He's got a IQ in the stratosphere, yeah. and uh, he thinks he's a doc- doctor. We uh, think this is character building, <laughs> right? And. <laughs> Uh, and so Dr. Giggles uh, finishes his uh, surgery and uh, slips away. Uh, and so he... Checkout time. And checkout time. <laughs> so he he uh, he goes into the parking lot. Uh, Not after sawing the guy's arms off to, oh, to oh, flirt with the nurse that's, at the front. That's, that's oh, true. doctor. There doctor. were some pretty creative kills in the I movie. Did, I, I, I started rating the kills after yeah. that one, I think. I don't know where the first one is. Do you know yeah. how many kills were in the movie total? I do, but I think I saw it in the notes. How yeah, many? I put yeah seventeen. Oh, uh, 17. I was thinking only seven. So he escapes. Yeah. So he escapes. He. Um, I tried to figure out where that map was, but I, I couldn't find any because they show a map of like where he's traveling to, but it's completely nondescript. <laughs> and I think the names, but I, there was right. something Shasta, uh, High more. Yeah, the uh, more high, more, more high. high. The license plates are California. This is clearly okay. supposed to be California, not Oregon, even though that's where it was filmed. Okay. Pet peeve of mine. Any, any movie that we watch on the show, and they're using Oregon as somewhere else, that's not cool. Yeah. Well, it's funny because usually they film here and call it somewhere else instead of calling it here and filming somewhere else. Or or they film in Vancouver, BC, and call yeah, it Portland. Call, call it, Portland. it anywhere. Yeah. So well, let's let's talk about that here. And then, as far as the in, the in the hunted, we talked a lot about what the city looked like, and, the, and we, we talked a lot about the city. There is there was no reason for this movie to be filmed in Portland. It was almost all completely interior shoddily made sets and there was a couple exteriors. 
momentary exteriors, and it they seems didn't, like. And yeah. yeah, they never said where they were or tried to establish or even tried to no. pretend. No. There was never any establishing shots of, of any town yeah. or any, there, of anything. There was one aerial shot as the doctor is uh, escaping the mental asylum. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. it's just Dri- through that's driving through forest. And it kind of area. crested a hill, and I tried to figure out what that hill <laughs> was, but like it was just... West Hills, Yeah, it was just super generic. But apparently, shaky cam and everything. They also look like the exterior of the girl's house might have been like in Westmoreland somewhere. It seemed like a very Westmoreland neighborhood they kept driving in and out of. That house looked like it was straight out of Halloween or one of those. Yeah, uh, it was very side street USA type thing. Yeah. But then Metzger Park was uh, one of the locations. Now, Metzger Park is a tiny, not even block sized park, and it's down. It was. Uh, like two streets away from where I used to live in Tigard, exactly. Oregon. Exactly. And the, there's no, and you can tell when you watch the movie, there's no room in this park. I don't know if they yeah. just got a deal because it was an unincorporated land or whatever, but there, so there's a house set that was clearly built there. The rickety old haunted house where, where he grew up was obviously built because there's one tree that must be in the middle of the parking lot that shows up in like all of these different scenes. There's just like one giant tree. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking it could be fun to go there and try and look and see if we can see any signs yeah. from the filming still there. Yeah. Because yeah. they built a house and blew it up. Surely there's yeah. something... It's, Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, and but we could figure out where it is based on trees. I uh, oh totally, uh, yeah. You could stand in one place and you see the whole park. It's not again (laughs) a small park. Um, So we're in uh, Morhai. Yeah, so we're in Morhai. He he goes back to his roots as uh, he's a uh, insane criminal, and he's escaped the insane asylum. Apparently, they didn't put it in lockdown when all <laughs> they've realized that all of the patients have been let loose and now watching another patient perform surgery. Right. And so he just goes uh, out to the parking lot, uh, uh, wrestles the key away from uh, a guard and exits. <laughs> and so he leaves and drives away to his uh, childhood home and uh, Metzger Park in Metzger Park. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so he, uh, goes into the basement where he, um, his old, you know, he hasn't been there in 35 years. And this house is like reads direct, you know, derelict haunted house family house. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Psycho. And so, and it's a bit abandoned and it's like, and so it's still there. Uh, right. Nobody has. Which, although every time somebody walks by in this city that is small, they all act surprised that the building is still, like the first time you see the whatever her name is, um, Mrs. Jennifer, Jennifer, the girl. Would... She walks by like she's noticing this house for, for the, the first, first time. time on her way home that she walks every day. And I think it might be next to her house, <laughs> like it's right totally. next door. She's never looked out her window. Yeah. Hey, what is? So we'll talk about Jennifer walking everywhere in town with a heart condition in just a minute. <laughs> so, uh, w- why she tells everybody that she's now going and nobody gives her a ride. No. Uh, like, and our uh, fact surprised, like the old the crotchety old lady is like hearing it for the first time too. these neighbors have never apparently never spoken before. This is um, our main protagonist we're talking about. Yeah. Jennifer, so yeah. So Jennifer a high school girl. She's a high school girl. She. Uh, we get introduced to her uh, during a doctor's visit and they're lamenting over her heart condition 
and uh, you know she may have to have a routine surgery to replace a valve. Right. Uh, they do it all the time. Right. And uh, she and shouldn't she be looks, concerned. She at looks all. like a like who you would hire when you can't get Nev Campbell. She's right. like poor man's Nev Campbell. <laughs> she looks exactly like discount Nev Campbell. Discount. Ho- Holly Marie Combs, I think she went yeah. on to star in uh, Charmed. She was one of the three uh, main witch characters oh, okay. in that show. Okay, um, and then I think now she uh, is doing Hallmark Channel movies. That's nice. her specialty. Nice. So she, she's, well, uh, I guess if she did Charmed, isn't that like The Craft? And wasn't Nev Campbell in The Craft? Yes. <laughs> 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 and there's our connection. The poor man's Nev Campbell. The poor man's Nev Campbell. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's the main character here. Uh, and so, meanwhile, back at his home, his old childhood home. Uh, Dr. Giggles is trying to break back into his uh, it, the the doctor's office, and we we learn through little vignettes and little uh, flashbacks that he is the child of a doctor who used to be the town doctor there at Moor High, and uh, and so his the pra- only doctor in the town. only doctor in town, and so the doctor had his practice in the basement there, and so. Now the the son is coming back and is breaking into that space. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. Meanwhile, Jennifer is walking by outside and uh, is hearing everything that's going on in the basement, um, right. you know, under underneath there, and uh, is encountered with uh, Mrs. Henderson with her poodle, and uh, we we get to experience Miss, Mrs. Henderson a little bit later as well as uh, she and she's knockoff and, old lady from the Goonies. Totally. She was also in the mask. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So also so she, Dark Horse. Uh, oh, also weird. Dark Horse. <laughs> She's like the, the executive's wife or something <laughs> like that. Lady. And the she poor wasn't man's a, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> poor man's old lady. Yeah. So she's. She's walking her poodle and startled. You know, Jennifer and, right. and uh, whatever. So, um, and then then what happens next? So, um. Uh, I think we get a, a quick flashback of Dr. Giggles the as first of a many. child. The first of, of many flashbacks. His dad, who I think probably looks like Sigmund Freud, where he's like yes. that that era of a doctor, walks in and sees um, tiny Dr. Giggles, who's like seven, maybe. Or maybe he's younger. He's like a... I forget what he aged. No, but he was seven. Okay, was seven. so he's doing surgery on mm-hmm. one of his stuffed animals, which I... So that, that was our first... That was our first... Um, our first flashback to who Dr. Giggles was. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so, so the, uh, the kids, so we, we've got several kind of plots going on in parallel. We've got, uh, Jennifer, we get introduced to her boyfriend, Max, and, uh, the kids are planning, uh, them and the kids are planning spring break and, and stuff. And so we get to see, uh, Benjamin Franklin High School here in Portland, uh, a little outdoor scene. Is that the one across says, from Franz? No, the Franz Bakery. I no. thought it was that. That uh, no, it's yeah. the, okay. It's the one that if you go to the backside, it kind of looks like uh, like Oprah's house. It, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fiftieth and Division or something. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. like fifty fourth and and they were and th- thousands and thousands of kids in that school. Yeah. I mean, they were just running everywhere, <laughs> and, and like they, herds of them, and nobody was going in one direction. I, it they was were just like everywhere. Was that was the like, most nineties high school scene like imaginable. <laughs> it was from what they were incredibly wearing, incredibly loud. And, they were all all really talky and uh, 
nobody would like it was the end of the school day usually there's a trend towards a direction uh and this was just <laughs> all right extras just move everywhere all the time it's like you drop something on an anthill and they all start <laughs> scattering in the wrong direction <laughs> Somebody in this <laughs> keep moving, keep moving. You've got to be running. <laughs> and uh, so we we get introduced to the the school whores, uh, the the dunces, oh, yeah. the Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. Uh, let's go take a let's, what what she respond to that like? Let's go climbing. Yeah, or, let's go climb them. Let's mount them. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so the two twin hunks. You're right. Uh, yeah, and, so we get we get introduced all the stereotypes immediately there, there yeah. at school, and, right. and then your token um, black characters. Yes, so we have <laughs> someone to do, who is Dougie Doug, Doug who Doug. was, I I guess I was trying to figure. I I feel like his name is more familiar to me than than because he was on a couple sitcoms that during the nineties. He was a stand up comic. Cool, but runnings. I think in my uh, Cool Runnings, yeah, which I never. I never did see that, but I think in my head I always get him confused with Doug E. Fresh, Fresh too. Yeah. And so <laughs> a poor man's Dougie Fresh. It's a poor man's Dougie Fresh. There we go. <laughs> so I have. Um, so we're we're to the point of the movie. They're after sc- after school, and they all take the the jock. Uh, they take his jeep to go to Doctor Giggles. Um, Doctor Giggles' house, and as they're walking up to it, they. Um, do the Dr. Giggles nursery rhyme, which so Dr. Giggles is an urban legend now and has showed up as as a nursery rhyme. So uh, this is important because it's a key backstory in the nursery rhyme. So hold on. So is Dr. Giggles moving too fast? Is Dr. Giggles the dad? No, I guess he wouldn't be. Well, the dad was also a crazed doctor because did he also giggle? So they no, I don't think so. They made the nursery rhyme about the dad. Okay. Okay. Because it talks about stealing so it's not hearts. Doc, it's not Doctor Giggles Junior. He's the first Doctor Giggles, but he's his dad the, was also yeah. crazy. His dad was Doctor Rindell, and I believe he is um, also Doctor. Same first name, so I think he is a junior, but he's the Giggles. <laughs> but he's the original Giggles. Yeah. But yeah, the OG so Giggles. Here, here's the uh, here's the jock doing the um, nursery rhyme about Doctor Giggles. About his dad. Dad. Giggles is dad. Town's got a doctor and his name is Randell. Stay away from his house because he's the doctor from hell. He chopped up his patients, every last one, and he cut out their hearts purely for fun. <laughs> so, yeah, so that didn't mention Dr. E. So the Dr. nursery Rindell. was about Dr. Rindell. Yeah, yes. the, the dad. I just uh, want to complain for a second about the name Rindell, especially after our last movie uh, where we also had a main character with an awkward sounding name that we had to say a lot Hallam and Rindell like why can't it be Randall R- R- yeah well because you change one letter and then you're you're a better writer because you're not just picking the easy names <laughs> you've got to change that one letter okay sorry so yeah all the kids get to the house the little the little posse the posse of kids and they get I, are they there to what are they there to do anything or just to like oh, be so I, I know I know about this okay um, this this is actually uh, one of the first major differences in the comic book <laughs> in the comic book they specifically go to the house um, to look for bodies like it's okay. an activity it's like oh it's spring break and what do we do look yeah, for bodies yeah we look for bodies okay. in this house because that's people say you there's know. bodies in there but in in the movie it's really unclear it seems like the only person who even knows that they're uh going to the house is like the the punk character right right um and he's carrying around a pickaxe with him right and he later we find out he wants to find 
Dr. Giggles because the uh, folklore says that the uh, they never found the uh, child that's... and the child could still be living in the house in the walls, he right, says. Right, okay. Right, and uh, that's why he was tapping on the walls yeah. looking for uh, a hidden hidden place. where. He... Do you think were the... Uh, the comic books a product of the movie they they wanted to market the movie so they made a comic book to go in alignment with it yeah because yes. i mean it says right here now a major motion picture so yeah, yeah it's a two a two a specifically two run comic yeah. to coincide because that was right after batman uh tim burton's batman came out too and so there's big comic times with that so that's when a lot of the movies and that would make i wonder if dark horse owned the property or if they were approached, that's where I get confused. Okay, so I did a little back uh, search. You did uh, a little digging. I did a little digging. I found out that it was a script floating around Hollywood called Mr. Giggles. And um, it w- it landed in Manny Cotto's hands, and he had the idea to make it uh, into, uh, give it the medical theme. And that's <laughs> He had came. all the puns laying around and, and needed to do something <laughs> yeah. with them before they expired. <laughs> And it, it may have been a Dark Horse script, Mr. Giggles. Okay, Mr. Giggles. Yeah. That's Mr. Giggles. Mr. Giggles. So yeah, all the kids are at the house. Yeah, so all the kids are at the house, and they start, um, it, you know, the the doctor is in the basement, and so... Uh, Don't you mean the doctor is in the basement? <laughs> the basement. Uh, and, uh, and so things start happening, uh, you know, uh, one at a time they get peeled away and then uh when the friends get scared and start to leave they do they lock the Uh, the two in the in the closet and just ditch them there the punk kid um locks uh the black couple in a room because they have to die first it's a horror movie right so dougie fresh even though i guess he was a name at the time (laughs) is the first person killed in this movie because he's black (laughs) right right We already had had a couple deaths at the uh, oh, I guess. insane asylum in but, the cold opening. Yeah, but but these this are the, the first, first characters, characters. Uh, that that we have met that now we care about. That right. uh, okay. Um, but um, they they end up going to is is the next part the the hill. They go they ditch the house and go up to the hill and where the hill. Is Breeder Hill? Like, right. I wondered if I heard that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty. <laughs> oh no! Hold on. I actually no. I have the. It's almost I a barely new word. <laughs> nice. It's almost appropriate. In it is. Context. It is actually appropriate. <laughs> it is literal. This and pun, so there, they all the all the kids go up there to make out. Uh, the cops show up. Uh, so the the main character Jennifer has been told. No strenuous activity, no alcohol, no no anything. Right, you know, your heart, heart is condition. is failing. Uh, oh, uh, insert a comic difference here. I, it's subtle <laughs> but important in my opinion. Um, I have a theory about the comic. I will say that I think they uh, were given the shooting script and then said, "Make a comic from this." Right. And so there's some differences that I think may have been cut out by the MPAA. Um, yes, there were scenes cut by the MPAA. Yeah. Like, so the comic book takes a little bit harder edge. And it just felt really awkward that this, the way it was phrased in the comic book. So the doctor in the movie tells her, you know, no, no strenuous activity, um, no alcohol. And in the comic, they add in the last one is like, and no grass, especially no grass. <laughs> what a so weird thing in 1992. Like that was right. a, like pot wasn't a huge <laughs> thing in 92, like cocaine, I guess. But yeah. So, you know, I guess the, they're okay cutting off people's heads and stuff. <laughs> right. But you can't it's like, oh, drug reference. <laughs> mention marijuana. That's funny. Um, and so, 
Uh, lost lost my train. Sorry, the cops messages. arrive. We're cops arrive. Our cop characters. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so all the kids are uh, smoking and drinking. Uh, Jennifer says, "No, I don't. I'm not thirsty. I don't want any alcohol." But hasn't yet told Max that she's got this heart condition, and uh, and so she's not wanting to tell him. So. Uh, he thinks that she's just being a prude. Right. And, and, well, yeah, uh, she needs to be up. set up as the virginal character anyway. Right. So the cops show up and everybody scatters. And uh, most of them go to the uh, the <laughs> music room <laughs> of the high school and are basically having an orgy there. <laughs> okay. First major question with this movie. <laughs> When do you ever break into high school to have sex? <laughs> right. As a group. Uh, <laughs> like, like, it's a layered question. Is, I don't uh, think I remember is, I don't remember that being that scene being at the high, in, in the high school, but now that I guess you're right. Because they're playing because she's in the band room. Fellatio on, yeah, the, on the saxophone. That's right. That was so, that was the least appealing <laughs> thing I have ever seen. And there is a small boy who crawls out of a corpse in this movie. <laughs> and that was worse. It was so upsetting. Yes. So, <laughs> So there I the see room. I had I had scrubbed that out of my brain <laughs> right. as it you just should. came screaming as back. You so self-protective. Uh <laughs> um okay so w- the um during the whole police shenanigans and everything uh and uh, ultimately Jennifer says uh I need some alone time and uh and separates uh back at the music room Max hooks up with one of the the school sluts. Max, who is played by um, the guy who was um, Becky on the show Roseanne, he was Becky's husband for a really long time, oh, wow. named Mark, oh. and that's where I knew him from. He's been to a couple other things. Also, he died in like 2002 <laughs> from a heroin overdose. Oh, so I yeah, I was like, I wonder why I haven't seen him. Around. Oh. oh. Yeah. But yeah, I remembered him as as Mark from from Roseanne. But he yeah, he plays the the kind of indifferent Jordan Catalano type uh, type boyfriend to this to to Jennifer. Uh, do they do they get to the carnival now? Um, uh, so there's there's carnival going on. Well, the on old because... lady, the yeah. old lady dies, but I don't know what order because the carnival it's like it's everywhere. Like every time they go two feet to the left or right, they're at a carnival. They're at a carnival. So there's and there's... not at Oaks Park even. No, 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 no. no. It's not like, at all. It's like next to Metzger Park. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's that park is too small to have all three, so they built them all separately, which is why they're all so narrow. If anybody listening was an extra in this movie, and you could just Please. tell us, I uh, do speak. I don't happened. know him, but um. Uh, everything points back to Rick Emerson, but back uh, on his show, he had a series of guest uh, hosts or guest newsmen. And there was this guy named Todd Tulsis that um, had worked as a production manager. I think at KEX for a long time. He had like one of those classic radio voices. He was the voice, the original voices uh, in the California Raisins when that became a huge hit. Um, I wrote the rest of it down because it was kind of interesting. He is in leverage and, and all the ones that, that, that are up here now. He was in Halloween Town as the two-headed man. Oh, um, what? And yeah, he was Rudy Begaman from the California Raisins, which I think was like the manager of the California Raisins. So that his name was Todd Tulsis. So he was in this movie too. <laughs> he was in this movie. Um, I don't know what part he played in this movie. It was wow. like I didn't know we were one one step separated from I Halloween know. Town. And I know. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So 
So, so there's a couple segments at the at the carnival that happen near to each other. One is when uh, Jennifer and Max are on the carousel or on the on the Ferris wheel together, and she finally tells him that she's got a heart condition. So this is after the uh, breakup of people at the. Uh, at the Breeder Hill, the make okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they make our the room slash orchestra pit. <laughs> but it's before then because <laughs> Max. So th- they separate after they go on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then he meets up with one of the sluts and goes back to the music right, room at right. the high school. So every- everything is apparently right next to each other. Uh, and it's when a very small town, when Jennifer says. I need some alone time. I'm going home. Uh, despite her heart condition and her, her need for no strenuous activity, she walks across town. Has to, to hike home. down a hill because <laughs> weren't they on a on Breeder Hill? Or totally, totally. <laughs> Repelling down the side of a <laughs> yes. cliff. I'll be and fine. Because they look down. You know, uh, she she does mention as a child. When we got to the top of the of the Ferris wheel, I could look onto <laughs> uh, Breeder Hill, and I wanted to be one of the old kids right. uh, that was up there. It's like hiking down from the Hollywood sign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Were you gonna say something? Oh, I, I was just gonna say while this was so now there's like two stories going on, and it's the kids, and then Doctor Giggles is doing his thing, right? And so he starts killing people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we we kind of learn. A little bit later, like what his motivation Do is, we? and it's, it's still it's, it's there. It's, it's there. You have okay. to dig, Todd. The, yeah. the you are rewarded for your search. <laughs> have to and Dr. dig Giggles. like a dentist going for plaque. Go, no, he's not a dentist, though, is he? <laughs> Dang, yeah, but so all these a, dental puns I have to throw out. Then I read the comic book, hoping for a little <laughs> bit clarity. of clarity and backstory, and I wanted to delve deeper into the Dr. Giggles mythos. Um, I was sadly not rewarded. Oh. Um, it, it doesn't. But you are, I would guarantee now, you are the world's foremost <laughs> authority on Dr. Giggles and its iterations. <laughs> Let me tell you, I did learn, it does clarify one point that I think uh, the movie glosses over. Um, when he goes to his house, when he picks up his uh, father's medical tools and starts <laughs> killing people, he also picks up his doctor's, uh, his father's old uh, case files and he goes oh. he's going through the case files and those are the people he's killing okay nope. i guess and i guess first on the list was uh old lady yeah old lady mrs henderson yeah uh and so <laughs> my favorite line in the movie is coming up is it she had the, that terrible haircut too it, uh was she wasn't the one with the cold uh with she had yeah she had her or, pill switch yeah pill switch which to me it was a perfect opportunity for the doctor to use a sh- syringe to inject the pill that was already on the counter instead of changing a blue pill for a, like a completely oh. different colored pill that anyone would notice changing in the two seconds that you left it there. Well, she didn't, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> she deserved to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, that bothered me for some reason. Um she a little bit earlier had been walking by Dr. Gill's house and heard commotion inside and she calls the police um, to come oh, investigate right. and the police say about her oh it's Mr. Hen- Mrs. Henderson again she sees rapists in her hemorrhoid cream <laughs> yes somebody want to explain that to me <laughs> Wow. She, yeah, that is that is an attempt on the writer's behalf to like be overly clever by 
seven thousand yards missing your mark but but thankfully we got to see the police scene because the police actually gave most of the backstory that yeah that that i was able to glean from yeah in the locker room yeah Uh, oh that's coming up that's not even yet as they're walking through the house oh that's right that's right uh, right. the the older uh the older cop is talking to the the rookie yeah and saying well you know he was he was here and captain mumbles yeah captain mumbles it's like (laughs) you turn the subtitles on i can't understand a word this guy's saying um so um oh so they yeah the lady takes the wrong pill and starts choking, right? Is that what? Or she's her throat is swelling up, or some, yeah, something. Yeah, she falls like that. over. But she had one of the more interesting kills, I thought, because that was the all of a sudden in this movie that hasn't established anything terribly over wacky yet. All of a sudden, the point of view of the camera is from inside her mouth. Yes. yes. And there's this giant, like, comic inside, you know, back of teeth, tongue, lips. It reminded me of uh, one of the obstacles on Double Dare. When they had yes. the giant mouth, yes, <laughs> they had a big pit of slime on the other side. Yeah, so point of view from inside that, that is mouth. exactly right. Yeah, and the, the the big picket, you know, the fence teeth and whatever. But I, it was interesting, but it was so out of nowhere. Like this movie had not established <laughs> it was going to do anything like that yet. I wish it had followed that line of thinking. <laughs> but yeah, that was. I gave that one four out of five. So as far as that kill? Did he kill her with the thermometer or with the nose probe? The, uh, I think that was she the, was the up. Nose, nose kill so yeah. yeah she's choking or whatever um and it's from inside her mouth but yeah then he takes it out and shoves the something up her nose, nose and bottomizer which yeah. is just pretty terrifying and awful yeah and uh previously one of her her friends back at the house she he had killed with a uh thermometer make sure you leave it in for a minute there you, yeah uh, that's right. oh that's coming up yeah oh is that is that, yeah, that that's uh, so he leaves the old lady's house and goes i in this world, everything is right next door. So he goes next door, and that's the punk's house. So um, the the punk oh, kid right. and his girlfriend, <sighs> they split, and they went to his house. Should have taken notes. Okay. Yeah. Because so. there was this, there was the second girl. I don't know if we're to that part yet where where she's on the stairwell. And that's make, is that's that her. Yeah. Okay. Because so, she looked, it, it was freaky because she looked exactly like um one of my high school girlfriends like huh. exact and it was made in that era too so like her hair and makeup and clothes would have like i was like oh my gosh it's charlene <laughs> <laughs> but they did because they he had that the sharp side of the thermometer right and then yeah. shoved it yeah they did a good job but i think a missed opportunity there too because um she lifted up her tongue, you know, and there's that little thing that attaches your tongue to the bottom of your, and I thought it would have been great if like that was split first. Uh, and then, cause I mean, that was my visceral reaction is like, Oh, he's going to cut that thing in my tongue. And then she, but then she shoves it right MPA through her head. Wouldn't have liked that. That's true. Maybe they did do that. Cause it was a little sharp end. The MPAA. So uh, I guess it's just Dr. Gills at this point going down his list. And right. So why was door. she on the list? She was like a high school girl. It was probably somebody at the house that was on the yeah, list, and okay. now that's who lives there. My guess. <laughs> He'll just take anyone. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a reason for everything. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you will not find a hole in this movie. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> and uh, so Doctor Kegels also kills the boyfriend uh, by waiting in bed for him. The world's uh, largest bed, you mean? Where you can crawl for 10 minutes and yeah. still not see who's on the other side under a, a thin sheet. If you can't tell, it's a 250 He's like in basic pound. training under the barbed wire. 
<laughs> There's a 300 pound man in your bed. <laughs> and then Dr. Giggles, and then he reaches Dr. Giggles, and what does he say? Oh, I forget. I, I hope you. I hope you're wearing protection. Uh, <laughs> of all the times we needed a Wawa sounder is for all the puns in this movie. Um, so okay, and uh, and so he he does that. Uh, 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 cuts him in the in the in the groin area. <laughs> the That's groinal, a nice way to put that. The groinal region in was the, accosted in the in the region. Uh, that but, sounds like the police. How the police report would have to put it, <laughs> since they couldn't be like just matter of fact about it. And uh, and so then Doctor Giggles goes downstairs. His little brother is still playing Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. Right? And um, oh, this was right after they had that really off-putting condom falls in the toilet yes. being fished out. And yes, it was just so <laughs> gross. Yes. Uh, and the and that girl who who gets the thermometer shoved through her head has full on lingerie oh. and fishnets oh, oh. and <laughs> not just lingerie. Her. Question number two: Mom's lingerie. <sighs> who wants to see their girlfriend in their mother's? Mom's that was the mom's lingerie. lingerie. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, I didn't know I that. That's worse than my mom's drawer. Oh, uh, and that's that's <laughs> why that's incorrect. That's there's a flag on the play there, and That's, she was totally fine putting it on. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's worse, him oh, wanting right. to see it or her wanting to wear it. It's <laughs> awful. Guess if he likes what Nancy looks like, you know, <laughs> I'll wear it. Uh, yeah. uh, and oh uh, yeah, so the kid is playing. Kid is playing Doctor so Mario. Doctor Mario, and then Doctor Giggle says, "Terminal." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But doesn't kill the kid. Doesn't, doesn't kill, the, kill kid. the kid. No, no kills him with his words. <laughs> right. So meanwhile, it's a witty repartee. <laughs> Jennifer is um, Jennifer's back at her house and getting sentimental uh, about her dad and her family and everything. well, her mom died in what she said. My mom died in a routine operation. Is what she told <laughs> the boyfriend right. on the yeah. Ferris wheel. It's just a routine operation. My mom died in a routine operation. And I used to have nightmares, and then they went away, and now they're back again. And her dad is dating some new, uh, the poor man's version of Winona Ryder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so who she looks like. And they uh, gave her a different name in the comic book. Oh, really? In the movie, her name was Tamara. In the comic book, she was much more of a floozy, and her name was Tweeny. Tweeny, no. we say in unison. <laughs> That's strange. And they changed her death. In the really? Comic book. Yeah. She huh. was an awful person. I totally. forget. How does she die? Okay. Oh, that... she. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Go ahead. I, think... I, I just had fat suck death. One <laughs> out of five. I thought they really dropped the ball on this one. Fat suck? No. I think he was a stomach pump. Okay. Well, she. I, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, was she yeah. filling her up or taking stuff out? Taking. She was eating ice cream and then. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, she, she was shaming eating her shame ice cream and ice cream. crying in front of the mirror because she's a woman and she has emotions. She's eating ice cream when That's when her husband is out looking for their for his daughter, terminally ill daughter who is wandering the streets alone. <laughs> right. And yeah, because she and was like, like pissed. <sighs> It's so pissed that he was, you know, taking care of his. They family. really, yeah. She she earns being killed just like the. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Doctor Giggles meets up with her and shoves a stomach pump down uh, with a 
with a blade unit, basically a rotor rooter, rotor rooter down down her throat, pumps all the the ice cream out, and then turns on the blade and commences <laughs> just right. uh, pumping out her innards uh, into the same bowl. So uh, in the comic book, um, there's there's actually a side plot where the dad and the girlfriend go over to the neighbors and have dinner. And uh, while this is going on, Dr. Giggles is out actually on a killing spree. He kills a lot more people seemingly randomly in the comic book, um, including uh, an old couple. And he, he has more puns in the comic book. It's great. There's an old couple. And Dr. Giggles walks in and says, marriage on the rocks, time for a trial separation. And then he, like, uh. hacks them. <laughs> oh, my and then, and then there's another one where... Dr. Giggles. That's uh, not even a doctor pun, though. That's like maybe they had to take that out because it was that they're like, this is a this is a lawyer pun. Wait a minute. We're not doing <laughs> right. those. This next one's not even a doctor pun either. So, so the, he goes from that house to the, the next one. And uh, this this another old man is, is looking at the cat uh, eating something. And uh, he's calling for his wife and she's not answering. And then uh, Dr. Giggles walks in and, and he says, what's the matter? Cat got her tongue. And then the cat is literally eating the tongue of his wife and he holds uh... up her severed head. <laughs> Uh, too far, Doctor Giggles. So going back to uh, Tamara slash Tweeny, Tweeny in the comic book instead of the stomach pump, which I thought was one of the more creative kills. But no, the comic book they come back from dinner, um, and she immediately says, "I need to go take this makeup off." And she goes upstairs into the bathroom and uses her makeup cream remover cream, and Doctor Giggles had replaced it with acid. <laughs> so she wipes her face, and then her face just melts off. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's pretty great. I just hit my they, hit my head into the microphone. I enjoyed that so much. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, the special effects budget was probably too too small for that. Seriously. Um, and so uh, following this, we get a little bit. Uh, we get another flashback that uh, with Doctor Giggles, uh, we have his father looking over his dead wife, right, and the child dr giggles looking on and sadistically giggling uh, there's nothing worse than a child faking laughter i hate that it, so much it was the worst and uh, it, he just inserted in the middle of this giggle he did this little like woohoo and it sounded like the pillsbury right. doughboy or winnie the pooh and i'm just like what was that <laughs> that was character building <laughs> but he also i think this is the one part where he does say dialogue unrelated to a pun and he says Heart problems. Heart. <laughs> and then walks away. <laughs> so that wasn't a doctor pug. <laughs> so there, there was one very important detail. After he kills uh, the girlfriend, Tamara, Dr. Giggles uh, is, is looking around the house and picks up her heart, living with a heart problem brochure. And that's when uh... he makes the connection with our main character. And that's what sets. So that's why, but why see that's, that's what I couldn't figure out. Maybe you can answer this question. Why would he be hunting someone with a heart problem? Wasn't his, his mother had a heart problem, right? But wouldn't he want, and he, he wanted to, to replace her heart. No, he wanted to fix her. Yeah, and he oh, he didn't want up. to kill her. He no, wanted to fix right. her. And in, in right. his demented mind, that meant cutting out her heart and remember, he it. had the bucket of hearts yeah, that he had that's right. collected from around town. And I think there was a line. And, about... And if you're listening to this, and if you're wondering if that's a literal bucket of hearts, it's a bucket of hearts. It is a literal it, bucket it of was hearts. A steel galvanized steel bucket full of hearts. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think there was a line where he said, I wanted to live up to my father's legacy or something. Okay, because I couldn't figure out why he would be hunting someone with a heart problem. Too large. This thing was to, Too small. Just right. right. Man, for having seen this movie twice, I've just blocked so much of it out. <laughs> It's understandable. The movie's not doing you any favors it's not to doing help you. Any favors. No. So then they get into the, how the flashback, and nothing more happens there, right? Or is no. that okay? Yeah. So we don't get too much of a story there. No, no, no. But no. then they end up at the at the at the amusement park again. They well, which, uh, what I talked about with the amusement park actually happened now. So so we. Uh, the, it does the feel like they first were there all part, the time, though. Yeah, because yeah, I did. I did notice the, that after the fat suck death, or which I thought exactly. was a fat suck death, they go because I wrote, "Are makeout parties a real thing, or is that thing something that only has ever happened in the movies?" Now, I will be the first to admit, I have never been to a makeout party. You're asking the religious wrong crowd. Here, I guess. <laughs> Look hey, at us. hey, nerds who are listening to a podcast <laughs> about terrible movies made in Portland, did you ever go to makeout <laughs> parties? <laughs> I guess yes. I guess this would be the wrong place to ask that. But. I meant us, but let's let's shame the audience while we're at it. While we're here, well, they're not giving us money yet. As soon as they give Andre? us money, it would be nice to them. Andre, did you ever go to? Did you go to a makeout party? Um, okay, yeah. So then, they, but then they were in the House of Mirrors, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's because everybody shows up. Dad shows up. Doctor Giggle shows up. All they inexplicably know that Jennifer is at the amusement park. Right. Somehow. I guess it's only one of three locations to go to in this town. Because <laughs> the dad They're not comes... at the small tiny park or the decrepit old house. They must be at the amusement park. Yeah, because the dad comes home and finds her heart monitor in the fish tank and realizes right. that she needs okay. help. Oh, she, and he also sees the bottle and knows that she's drinking. Which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's looking for our girl now. Right. Yeah. Uh, so she goes in. <laughs> yeah. And they're all at the uh, they're all at the amusement park. She uh, dives into Lila's Labyrinth, the uh, the uh, Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, and uh, I've never been in a Hall of Mirrors. Uh, yeah, Do they work? Uh, a little bit. I only see them in bad. movies like this. Have like, you ever been to a carnival, Todd? <laughs> I have been to the Yakima, uh, the Central Washington State Fair so in Yakima, no. Washington. So no, <laughs> we, we need to take Todd to a carnival. <laughs> I grew up in Southern California, so that you would never be went like to, the like, Orange County Fair or anything like that. Well, that's where people go, went to die in the mid '80s. Like everyone was getting shot at the LA County it's Fair, true. so uh, my family did not take me to those places. So okay. no. So yeah, because carnivals scare me anyway. Because I've seen the carnies that build those rides, and I am not interested. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so yeah, House of Mirrors. So they go Hall to the House of Mirrors. of Mirrors, and everybody ends up in the House of Mirrors. So, yes. Doctor Giggles, Dad, uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer, the boyfriend, the boyfriend, Max, the the other girl that he was cheating with her on. That's uh, right. She, is she's there? And and poor Jennifer with her heart condition keeps falling through <laughs> and down everything. Like she she falls through the glass and shatters the glass. She darts out the door and, and stumbles on the ground. She uh, falls down the <laughs> hill. Uh, like she's just always falling and and uh yeah just dramatically in physical peril yeah just uh wilhelm scream kind of <laughs> falling uh, all all over the place uh and yeah so uh dr giggles kills the the slutty uh girl by how 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 does he do that do you remember this is where the girl shows up with a giant band-aid stuck over her Yes. Yes. <gasps> oh, do you have it? I do. On the clip behind us? Uh, yeah. So uh, this the, this is- I doubt you'll be able to see this on the yeah. feed, but she's walking through the Hall of Mirrors. She's walking through her. the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, the 90s jean the jacket. Girlfriend, 
So I don't know if we see the death or see the outcome of the death, but uh, the uh, the slutty girl is coming up, uh, and she just has a comically see, poor man's Nev Campbell. Totally, she has a comically large uh, band aid. Oh yeah, over uh, her face. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like taped to the wall via the giant bandaid over the face. So my question is where, where did he, Dr. Giggles get a giant novelty bandaid strong enough to hold a human being to a, a pole? carnival. And I guess if you're going to buy a big novelty, something, if anywhere, it's going to be at the carnival. I stand corrected. Mark Middleton, <laughs> you have convinced me that that is a possibility. I take that off the table. I don't understand how people got anything before Amazon Prime. <laughs> seriously, right. seriously. How did they get stuff before drones came from Seven Eleven and brought me my Slurpee? Uh, uh, so the boyfriend is trying to save the girlfriend from, uh, you know, there it's the big race that the chase going on in the hall of mirrors. And ultimately she gets to the exit, uh, to the emergency exit. She stumbles out the door and, and falls onto the ground, of course, uh, and darts away. Um, <laughs> Comically, also, I'm watching the fall. Oh, I thought, right I thought you noted that down. <laughs> Comma, comically, com- comically falls, uh, and uh, and so Doctor Giggles is is now going to take her, uh, and as we we talked about, he's he's determined this is my uh, project. I'm going to save her heart. Uh, by replacing it with one of the others that I've harvested. Okay. And uh, and so he uh, she struggles, hits him with a rock, runs away more, uh, and then he catches up to her ultimately. Um, and over at Metzger Park. Over at Metzger Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she she goes home and they take her to the I, police station. I was gonna say, then they... we get the, all this exposition from from the two police guys in the locker room. I think that's where this happens. Yeah. So telling the oh, story of who that's right. She, Dr. she darts into the front of the police car that yeah. happens to be going by. Right. Right. Uh, right. Because the whole town is two city blocks. Right. Uh, and so it's just circling. <laughs> uh, and so she darts in front of the car uh, and the cops uh, take take her away and uh dr giggles leaves right so we you know we learn the the backstory of how dr giggles who some people think still live he still lives in the house uh and they haven't yet connected him with the the boy the boy yeah so the boy giggles the boy giggles because they found (laughs) they found all the bodies in the uh doctor's office in the basement and uh, the boy was nowhere to be found. And so how, how did they? Was, well, before I, I have this question for later because it, it plays out in the, the whole final scene. Did this doctor's off, did this house have a doctor's quarters under? There's a full there's on an hallway. Entire, there's an yeah, entire it's a whole medical ward in the house. In the basement. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's a okay, whole medical like ward. That Dr. Giggles did not build that just for his deviant nope. plan. That no, has, no. What kind of that was thirty five year old that that was the the town doctor was that guy right and so but you this would isn't go like to country that country doctor this was like a waiting room with magazines and bad like right. <laughs> fluorescent lighting hallways with gurneys that go to operating theaters this, and this is questionable <laughs> they built it all under Metzger Park under yes under underneath this man's Park. house 
But yeah, this flashback has my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. 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 So the flashback is very alien-esque in that what happened is the dad doctor hid the child inside the body of the mom to smuggle him out of the house so that he wouldn't be discovered by police. Right. But didn't he come out in front of one of the police? That was, so yeah, so you you see, the scene in the movie is in the, um, I want to say the court, what's the the room with all the corpses? The The morgue. The the morgue, morgue. thank you. Uh, In the morgue of the police station and the body of the mom is on the gurney or whatever and the policeman comes in. This is young policeman because he's telling a flashback. Right. Um, and he looks at the body, which is the uh, the full body on the gurney, and you see very, yeah, very aliens esque. The pressure coming from the rib cage out instead of an alien coming out. Out comes the hands, and then head, and then body of a nine year old boy, bloody, co- bloody everywhere in, in his in his underpants, crawling out. Of a body, and I was—I did not see that coming. And giggling, no. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. giggling to himself because he's little do- little boy googles. Right. But yeah, that was I. G- I gave that one five stars because I did not. Nor had I heard about it. Like usually, you'll hear about a scene in a movie, and I didn't know about that. So it that really was kind of shocking to me. The MPA, I can just imagine the MPA. They're like, oh, all right, really? You can't have so many intestines. Take some of the intestines away as the child is crawling out of the body. That, or they're reading the rest of the script, and then they get to this part. They're like, oh, fine, just, and just get this that one. poor boy can, actor. We can have this one, right? So, w- isn't wasn't the <laughs> the the where the boy went a mystery? Like how he ended up? Didn't he? come out in front of a So cop? I guess he because yeah. the cop I guess was shocked and the boy just ran away although yeah. he didn't growl been, at him. So the cop had been drinking moon glow. Oh right because uh, he hadn't after that he stopped and, drinking for 35 years and put the moon glow in his locker. Yep and he thought that if he had said something then you know they would have discovered his drinking and it was just a hallucination. Uh, and he wasn't sure if what he saw was real. Okay. Wow. See it is all there Todd. It You're is just, all there. You you can dig if you want. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah, and then, but yeah. So the the, the captain then didn't drink for thirty five years, but he was telling the story to the other lieutenant police officer, or whatever. Um, and he was acting like it was his fault. Yes, like it was his personal failing that a seven year old child was sewn up into the corpse of his mom and then later escaped and ran away. Like it was his like short. He didn't do enough paperwork to get that done or or whatever. That scene of the cops talking reminded me of the dialogue from Airplane. <laughs> like Stryker right. dealing with his demons. with his demons drinking yeah. problem as the other person's committing suicide. The dialogue. Yeah. The banter. And then, yeah, and all the exposition was just shoved into those into those little scenes. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, then we go back to real time, and and they're still trying to find Jennifer. Is that where we're at right now? Yeah. Well, the uh, or does he capture her? He he. Oh, doesn't he go back to her? It's like it's in the middle of the night first, but for some reason she went to the doctor <laughs> right because they took her to the police station they did a examination of her and then they're like oh this is very stressful what you just went through um we need to uh take you to the doctor to get like fully checked out 
Um, so they take okay. her to the real town doctor. Dr. Giggles goes to her house because Dr. Giggles still wants to fix her, and he doesn't know where else to look other than her house. How does he know where she lives? Um, because he found, guess, found found the brochure. Found the brochure. Found the brochure there earlier. Okay. Oh, okay. And that was her house. And he stole the photo. Remember, he oh, like, yeah. took the photo off of uh, thing. To wow, they connect. really are all there, aren't they? All those the pieces. Little, yeah. The little the shards. <laughs> it's like a puzzle, but yes. when you pull it, when you pour it out of the box, like you haven't made the picture yet. Like all the pieces are there, but you don't know what to make of them until you have the whole thing. And done. they don't all really fit well. <laughs> They're the kinds that don't have the plug in the hole, but just the two curvy sides that fit together. So whenever you bump the puzzle, it <laughs> makes everything uneven. Again. Seriously, I saw this movie twice. I read the comic <laughs> and read the. Wiki- Page, and each time I learned something new. Yeah, um, so, uh, so Doctor Giggles makes his way to the other doctor, to her her regular doctor, with her on the uh, basically the operating bed, if you will, or the the examination bed. Uh, so <coughs> the uh, so Doctor Giggles takes out the doctor, and then shoots. Um, um, a syringe full of um, some chemical into Jennifer and knocks her out and takes her away uh, back to his lair. His lair, his conveniently located surgery right. room. Oh yeah, that and that was a really cool scene. It, um, I thought it was neat as he was carrying her. It was a the moon was in the background and it was backlit. It looked very much like a Wolfman Frankenstein classic Universal. Yep. Horror. Yeah, with a little bit of the Exorcist. Uh, standing in front of there's that a big lot of, shining yeah. light. Yeah, so there's a lot of little extra. And we do references. get the we do get the line, "Physician, heal thyself." Here, I don't know what it was in relationship to, but that's when I wrote that down. So apparently, that happened somewhere. That oh no, that's when he, that's when he yeah he's doing yeah. he's doing his his own surgery and doing Scuffle. that grimace laughing again. And so the young cop makes it back to Jennifer's house, discovers the dad who is cut and dying, and the dad. Uh, tells him you know what what he knows uh and they start to put the pieces together and head towards uh dr giggles house uh dr giggles has a full operating uh you know room downstairs and has her tied down and is about to do all of the uh heart replacement surgery uh right there in the basement with no assistance or anesthesia or or anything can you imagine this i wrote this note down can you imagine being like the the wife or the partner of larry drake as he's working on the giggle like you were hearing this at home for weeks he said he like super prepared for this and he like read all about and he he admitted that was ridiculous to do so but like read histories of serial killers to get in the mindset and did this and that and living with that giggle as he was quote unquote perfecting it for this movie right. must have just been terrible it's like practicing the bagpipes in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody minds that at all. Um, and so she wakes up on the operating table. He's doing, you know, prep work, uh, checking her uh, her pulse and and everything. And then the um, the young cop and uh, the young cop shows up to. Um, break in who young cop other black guy in movie other guy in black was guy. I, the best part of this movie he was a competent actor he was in it he he did such a good job i thought he solved problems he solved problems he listened to the wacky conspiracy theory and knew what to to unravel 
<laughs> yeah, I thought very, he, I thought he was very great. not nineties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, Doctor Giggles gets shot and does a little surgery on himself yeah, yeah. to extract it. Yeah, and ultimately, our heroine uh, uh, turns him into Donald Duck uh, somehow <laughs> by uh, you know taking the defibrillator onto some water that he was standing in, and then he he goes into full Daffy Duck. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he does and uh, does that for like a full minute I wonder, as he's dying um, I think that was you might have skipped ahead oh, there did I skip ahead? I think that was at the uh, so Dr. Giggles dies or seemingly dies I think three times three different times oh you're you're totally right yeah um, so the first time um, so when he has her on the operating table and he's going through the hearts and that's when the, the uh, hero cop arrives. Oh, yes, because he says, when you wake up, you'll have a change of heart, was his line as he was going to cut and, into and her. And then when the cop comes in, he th- literally throws a heart at the cop and says, have a heart. <laughs> oh, that's so yes. dumb. And then I love this. Uh, the So he... He, the doctor disappears it throws the heart and then the cop runs out of the room chasing the doctor and the doctor uh the, the cop goes into another room and looks down a hallway and the hallway that he looks down is clearly a matte painting of a hallway is it because i wrote down this hallway is the only well-lit thing in the whole movie <laughs> and it was a painting a yeah oh my gosh that's funny so the the cop dies and the boyfriend arrives and the boyfriend helps her escape the house. Okay. Um, and they blow up the house. Um, okay. It, it, they start a fire, and there it, were some uh, oxygen tanks in the basement. Right. right. So the the boyfriend and the girl um, climb up the stairs as the stairs are falling apart, leaving Dr. Giggles in the basement. And then they run out the front of the house, slow motion, boom, as the house blows up. Okay. I did find that um, when he gets electrocuted sound, if you wanted to... Do we have to? Yes. Oh. It's time to take your medicine. Grabs the defib- some of your own medicine. defibrillators. <laughs> that is exactly Daffy Duck, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, so he 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 <laughs> dies as Daffy Duck, um, and that is funny. Uh, but but that's not all. But that's, that, not that, all. that's not, not where, all. That's not all. He's still that's to not where it. the game. That's not where the the it all ends. Um, yeah, in that explosion, he got burned, and he came back with some really weird utensils, trying to do some stuff. But ultimately, uh, he gets killed by the defibrillator she wakes up in the hospital and her dad is there and yes, of course and then uh the boyfriend who is cheating on her uh apparently they're back together <laughs> yeah they, they're not <laughs> they had to go un- unkill a couple <laughs> yeah. people at the end unfortunately not the young cop who should not have died in the first place right in the comic book, the boyfriend does die. Oh, oh really? Really? Doctor Giggles kills the boyfriend in the funhouse, um, and uh, the, the uh, girl that he's cheating on with is not in the funhouse. Wow! And so uh, she's uh, left to save herself. Wow! Yeah. So then, so they kiss. Uh, Max and Jennifer kiss, and you can watch the 
um, the beep, beep, beep. And that's right. Uh, her heart goes faster because, you Man. know, because of sex. That was <laughs> because of sex. That this movie was not good. It was. <laughs> especially the second time and and I was I was wondering am I gonna have to watch it because this kept being delayed and I'm like am I gonna have to watch this again to like refresh myself and I kind of was skipping through it and I was like I cannot watch this again That's, I, I, I agree it was a bad movie um I actually enjoyed it more the second time really yeah okay um, I think reading the comic book and having that deeper understanding. Are you one of you have to read the book that it was based on? You really need to find the source material to appreciate what Doctor Giggles has to offer. That is a true statement for Doctor Giggles. <laughs> nice. Oh so gosh. there, um, there's a couple other. The budget was seven million dollars. It looks like, um, and it made eight point four million over. That's kind profitable. of impressive. So yes, it was profitable. The score, who when the uh, when it said uh, the credits came up and it said. Um, Music by Brian May. I was like, why do I know that name? I'm like, the guy from Queen? Right. But no, it was not nope. the guy from Queen. It was some other guy. But yeah, he did the score for Mad Max, Road Warriors, Freddy's yep. Dead, The Final Nightmare, and Missing, Missing in Action, Action 2. 2. Uh, wow. So would you recommend people watching this movie? Would you recommend them going? It's not on Netflix anymore. It's not on so Netflix you would have to Probably for the better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you would have to be in the right mindset. Right. Yeah, um, hey, get get a small group together and and you know you want to reenact some. Because you guys did, you guys watched this, this together and... when you guys watched it the first time. You watched it together, and yep. so that was probably a lot better than having to to plod through it alone. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, its place in history is that it came out at a time when horror was in a pretty bad state. Yeah. And it, it kind of was, uh, it put horror on life support. Well, I, yeah, I think it's the stale, <laughs> the stale aftertaste of what Freddie and Jason were and had been becoming at that point, just kind of parodies of, I mean, clearly like, and we'll play this as we got out of the show. There's a, there's a three minute compilation of just his one liners, which again was almost all his dialogue in the movie were these, with these awful puns it was like this movie was like the first draft of something like there was a lot of we'll flesh this out later or we'll fix that later or rearrange it later so it makes sense but they never had time to like go through it again and add more than just we'll put this doctor pun here and this medical thing over here but we'll actually put dialogue around it and they just kind of never went back to do it that's exactly what it so. feels like well good so um we will we've we've wrapped that up so you can go watch some clips on YouTube and I think you'll get the idea. You can go watch the big supercut of him. So what we're going to do, we've concocted, we've concocted a new plan for picking what movies we will do next on uh, Portland at the movies. Right now we're doing one, one episode a month. If you would like to donate some gas money for me to come up twice a month, I would love to do this twice a month, but for right now we're doing it uh, once a month. So we have our master list of, of movies that we've compiled, which is, I don't know what, 25 25 or 30 movies at this point. More of, than of I ones. thought we would have. Yeah, yeah. And we're still we're still finding some good gems that are kind of hidden and and that would be great. So uh, eventually we're going to get them on a nice spinning wheel. But right now we've written them all on a um, on slips of paper and we have them in your official Unipiper Darth Vader helmet. So uh, right. I'll, let, I'll let Mark do the honors here of picking mm -hmm. our next movie. So you movie. can blame me. I can blame exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, I'm nervous. I am too. <laughs> 
Free Willy. <laughs> nice. All Free right. Willy's the next one. We have our we have our next movie. Yeah. Uh, mostly formed in Astoria, so we'll right. be a, a little uh, Portland, yeah. Portland the so, movies side trip. Yeah, and so the criteria that we set up is if it's an easy day trip from Portland. Yep. Uh, so if you are a Portland resident or in the Portland area, you could see the sights in an easy day trip. Yes, and, so, and also because I kept looking at the list of movies filmed in Astoria, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 and Short Circuit, and I just wanted to add those. So uh, fantastic, because I haven't, and I think at some cop. point, uh, and Kindergarten Cop, it's not a tuba. <laughs> I've never actually seen Free Willy. Really? Okay. Nice. Have you seen Free Willy, Mark? Uh, I have not seen it in many, many, many years. I I have a feeling I I might have seen it once or so. It will be fresh to me. (laughs) Nice. All right. Well, uh, that'll be on tap for uh, about four weeks from now, probably. I'm not looking at a calendar, but um, you will have time to freshen up on Free Willy or, or, or not. (laughs) <laughs> depending on who you are. So uh, this has been episode number three of Portland at the Movies. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Portland at the Movies. Portland at the Movies.com now has its own uh, domain. So, yeah, and so uh, we're waiting on approval from <coughs> iTunes, but you'll be able to subscribe to just the Portland at the Movies uh, feed, and so that will be in there uh, momentarily. Okay. Uh, it was submitted yesterday. Uh, so portlandofthemovies.com and uh, visit us there. Well, you'll also be able to find us in Google Play and other uh, I, uh, other podcasting services. Right, and right now, up. if you're subscribed to the Mark and Toddcast, which is our other podcast, uh, we're posting them there too, and on that feed. So if you've yep. already subscribed to that, that's great. But uh, please go subscribe to Portland at the Movies so we can um, start doing everything there. Um, <sighs> I think that's it. I think we awesome. we have another one in the can. So and, um and the unipiper.com. And the com and uh, on Facebook and and Twitter and all those things you can find you on on YouTube. Um fantastic. So we're we'll take you out this show with all of the all of the one-liners um from Dr. Giggles. So we will see you next time. Uh <laughs> this is 3 minutes and 41 seconds long by the way for anyone who wants to endure this. So we'll talk to you next time. We're letting the doctor have the last laugh. Now ladies and gentlemen, You are about to experience the cutting edge of medicine. (laughs) He should have kept his hands to himself. Check out time. Get ready to take your medicine, Morai. The doctor is in. I'm not really seeing patients yet. I guess I can make an exception. I need a doctor. It's a good thing I make house calls. A good physician always has the right instrument for the job. Like some of these aren't even puns. I think I found a problem. Lucky for you, I've just. You should have reviewed each one of his puns. We need scorecards to hold up. you have protection. <laughs> Terminal. I have a saying. What goes down must come up. That doesn't mean anything. There's two minutes of this life. If you think that's bad, when you get my bill? I think you're going to be fine.
second thoughts but when you wake up you'll have a change of heart i don't believe you had an appointment get the fuck away from have a heart there there's the have a heart do what ducks do best visiting hours are over <laughs> should have used an eight iron this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me i haven't discharged you one don't minute left are they in chronological order? I think, I think so. so. Although we're almost at the end of the movie here. Who the hell are you? Oh, do you think they're gonna have Jennifer's one-liner? I'm her doctor. Oh, Is maybe. It my bedside manner, Jennifer. It's time to take your medicine. <laughs> scenery i imagine if there were any doctors in the movie theater they would have been slumping in their chairs at that moment he's still dying (laughs) actual scene from the movie all right see you guys next time bye tweeny tweeny